and she hates me. <laughs> Christine Sinclair hates you. Doesn't love me. Okay, well, <laughs> are we gonna do that now? No, no, no. Gonna, continue okay. your yeah. thing, but the, put a pin in that for a minute. Christmas. Oh my yeah, goodness. Oh my season. goodness. Um, so we have a few things that we're going to talk about yep. today. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about football. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I do want to just mention because it needs to be mentioned is sweet guy, sweet guy Hyman our with the hat trick. Sweet guy with the our hat n- trick. Our this number week. one guy. And I'm going to tell you right now in my 42 years of going to Oilers games, I have never once thrown my hat. You didn't, and last night, you didn't throw a hat as a my baby. hat got thrown. Good for you. Oh, Good for my you. goodness. Good for you. Good, Good for you. you. It was a gift, so I felt comfortable yeah. doing that. I didn't <laughs> spend money on it. Okay. That's because I was going to say, those <laughs> the Oilers merch is not pricey. cheap. It's not cheap. Pricey. So I would not be throwing any of the hats no. that I've purchased you know onto the ice. Maybe if this is going to be how Hyman is playing, we should bring an extra... Dollarama hat. Don't don't mind that. Oh, I don't hate that. I think that we pretty much have to expect him to score a hat trick at least three three more times this season. Agreed. I am certain that I have shitty hats at home that I can just bring with me. Although you can bring a bag into Roger's place. Mm. I have tried, and they (laughs) will make you throw out your entire bag. Right. Yeah. They're so like, oh, you can you take just have this to wear home. it on your head, knowing that <laughs> she gone. Just double, double hat. Double so hat. going back to sweet guy, sweet and guy. what a game! Yeah, like Incredible. I don't think any of us saw that start coming. Not after a five day break, that's for sure. No. And uh, I, I brought a pal from Australia. It was his first ever NHL game, and he saw two goals in the first forty one seconds, and looked at me and said, "Is this normal?" <laughs> no, 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 man. Sir. That is not how Typically we normally we're do things here. We're waiting. We're praying. There's and some tears. We're trying. We're not, not to a see first our period. Get pulled. We're kind of you know, team. Yeah, I, we're we're a roller coaster team. We're not. We are a roller coaster. coaster. I can tell you right now, five in a row tier. after team a five day break against a team that was also pretty desperate. The others are back, baby. Yeah, and you know what? They. I was expecting more of a boring game because they really shut down the Jets. Uh, I don't think the Jets got a shot on net until like the final minutes of the first period. So for us to go up three nothing in the first few minutes, what a treat! Yeah, they were just they were real puck hungry. They were forcing turnovers. I mean, that first goal was a forced turnover. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty eight seconds into the game, it was it was the the perfect way to start a game and and then they just kept that going which was so awesome yeah and Ekholm with the goal too and I recently saw him chatting with the media about how um Paul Coffey's really encouraging them to get into the play as as defenders they're no longer sitting back being that final wall that just dumps it in they are making plays head on a swivel and like it's kind of exciting to watch and yeah. see them up in the play. I think that's the the focus because I know that Chris Knobloch also had said that he wants his he wants them to be thinking about offense as well. And you know, like I think we all kind of chuckled at Paul Coffey and thought, what are the Oilers doing? And mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, it's working. Yeah, so some is some kind of weird 
evil genius. Evil genius. <laughs> I don't know. But I that was a weird I, I guess something is working. So today we are talking about football, but uh, obviously there's a footballer we absolutely have to talk about first, um, and that is the one and only Christine Sinclair, who played her final game with the women's national team in Vancouver this week uh, in front of over 48,000 fans um, at the temporarily named Christine Sinclair Place, which, I mean... Maybe they should consider a Maybe more permanent, permanent solution. Um, if I don't see a statue, I might get upset, actually. She she deserves one for sure. Um, but, yeah, they played in a friendly against the Australian Matildas, fresh off their World Cup tear. And um, Christine Sinclair, if you haven't heard, she is the best women's soccer player we've ever seen. She is smashing records. She has over 190 international goals, which is more than any player worldwide, Mm -hmm. male or female. And And she hates me. (laughs) (laughs) Christine Sinclair hates you? Doesn't love me. I I cannot wait (laughs) to unpack that. Would love to get into that. Are we going to do that that now? No, no, no. Continue your thing, but put a pin in that for a minute. You know, one of the things of... Christine Sinclair's career that I wanted to highlight is about those 190 international goals because it's really important to note people of my vintage may remember that the U.S. team Canada rivalry rivalry was at its height in Sinclair's prime and she has six more goals than Abby Wambach and I just think that's really important to note. She's underrated. She's been, uh, she's, people who watch soccer regularly, like, they know, and obviously they, they get it, and I think she has, she has respect across different sports, but, and audiences, but she's not somebody who has been in the spotlight. For sure. She does not have a public presence. Right. For sure. So, I think she's, she is the humble leader she is the workhorse. She does. She's all about team. There are some Connor McDavid vibes there a little bit, but I think that she is definitely underrated. Mm. And um, yeah, I think she's she's come from like humble beginnings and and just grinds. And she is a superstar in her own right. Um, in yeah, I wanted to just touch on some of her accolades. So she led the national team to a bronze in London in 2012, a bronze in Rio in 2016, and then, of course, that sweet, sweet gold in Tokyo in 2020. She's had multiple FIFA Women's World Cups, and unfortunately, that's the only accolade she won't have notched in her belt of glory. Um, However, she has been Canadian Player of the Year won the Lou Marsh Trophy. She's on Canada's Walk of Fame, yada, 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 yada. She is a superstar. Um, We might want to touch on that World Cup in Edmonton um, where the ref played quite a large role. Um, but maybe maybe we won't bring that up. That's 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 a, a whole other bitter. That's uh, that's where sk- my origin story with Chris. Oh, okay. I would love. That's yeah. a perfect uh, per- little segue. Okay, but, yeah. but before that, I just want to say because I have followed her c- 
career since she was with the U19 national team. 2002. Yes, and they played at Commonwealth in Edmonton. Um, I had the pleasure of hanging out with them because I had a friend on the team. And off the field, she's a mentor, an advocate for the women's game and equal pay. She's left the game in such a better place than when she found it. She's inspired boys and girls everywhere to lace up cleats and get involved. And uh, yeah, I guess I just feel like if you don't know who I'm talking about or how big of a deal she is, um, don't sweat it because she's going to play one more year in the NWSL with Portland. So you can catch her there. And I have no doubt that she'll be very involved Mm -hmm. with any pro league that ends up coming to Canada. So with that, I cannot wait to hear why she hates you. A tough one, everybody. All right, so 2015 rolls around. I am a reporter at Global Edmonton, and not—I wouldn't say like not knowing soccer very well, but like I had a producer, Kevin Jesus. I'm going to call him out and throw him under the bus right now. Kevin Jesus he deserves it. His last name is Jesus. Yes. Okay. Anyways, Check yeah, no, absolute clarification needed. Yeah, totally fine. Um, anyways, so um, he said, you know. What a great story. Her career, like, completely launched in 2002 in Edmonton. And now, you know, kind of nearing the end of her career in 2015, um, she's back in Edmonton. Like, what a full circle moment. You know, I think that's a great story. And I go, okay, yeah, I trust you. I'll go do that. So there I am in the mix zone with TSN and some other national networks. And I come in with a, so, Christine, you know, your career really launched in 2002. Now you're back here in 2015 and, you know, you know, potentially ending the nearing the end of your career. Um, what does it mean? Like, is this kind of a full circle moment? And all I got was an absolute dead ass stare directly into my eyes like a snake like a cobra that I'd come face to face with in the forest. Uh-oh. And she just cold stared at me for probably 10 seconds oh and said, I am not at the end of my career. Oh God. And then rather than just leaving it alone, Quinn, I decide <laughs> to go, well, I mean, maybe just, you know, even kind of in the twilight of your career. Worse. It you got made worse. It worse. You made it, it worse. It got worse. Yeah. So anyways, needless to say, that was 2015. She played for another eight years, and it's likely that she did it in spite of me. Oh. I'm sure you were involved. Honestly, Quinn, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for all of those years, that eight years of Christine Sinclair and Mm -hmm. her greatness. Uh, An Olympic gold medal, yeah. I am the same age as her. Yeah. I cannot imagine Mm -mm. playing. I wasn't at that level wrong. at this age. I am yes, just imagining 30. that stare and it how long the stare went on for. And I am deeply uncomfortable. Well, because she doesn't like talking to the media mm. at all. No, in fact, I just saw thing. her. Not her thing. I just saw her in Edmonton through the Edmonton Public Library did a, a speaking series and, and she was one of the guests. And um, yeah, she's just. It's not her she, thing. She knows. She says she's like, I am very uncomfortable. I don't I, I will for the rest of my life never forget that so I mean I, I I sobbed pretty hard on Wednesday during her last game and then had to have a, a good chuckle as well because Fair. I definitely pissed her off that day you and should 
you should send her a DM. She probably won't read it. She has you blocked for sure. She doesn't read those, I don't think. You could mail her a letter. Oh, my God. How how old-timey. That's cute. Yeah. Well, because you we're could. old, so she maybe she doesn't check. I wasn't wrong. I've never mailed in a letter in my life. She was 32, 36 at the next World Cup. That's still pretty old. Didn't someone on Twitter what? congratulate her on her retirement? Like it was either the U.S. national team or Abby Wambach or or, or Rapinoe or something like that. I, I have to check, but one of those accounts, one of those people messaged her and she didn't get it because she had blocked them <laughs> she no no she has the u.s women's team blocked. blocked yeah and i get it because she her response someone asked her about that and she was just like oh that's such a me thing to do we're such rivals like i do not want to see what they're up to in and around anytime we're that is them. an athlete mindset though yeah. because tom brady has talked about this and he's like when i go out there those are my enemies. Mm-hmm. And Christine Sinclair has said the same thing. She's like, the U.S. women's team, they're the enemy. Me- Megan Rapinoe, who she was roommates with in college or something. Like, they they're long-time together, yeah, friends. Sure. She's like, she's the enemy, but I do respect her as a competitor. Thank you. I absolutely know what it's like to be Christine Sinclair's enemy, and <laughs> it's uncomfortable. <laughs> Okay, so thank you. What a tremendous athlete and competitor Quinn is. Just for even experiencing that. Okay, I survived it. She is not going to hear this, but thank you, Sink, for all that you have done for women's soccer. And uh, I hope you ride off into the sunset with a lot of joy. You are much loved and appreciated. 100%. Love it. Into... Oh man, football! football. Are we talking about football? Yeah, I'm is it s- NFL we're, time? We're almost into fantasy so uh, playoffs, ladies. And might I just say, Brees Lightning over here—that's my team name—has made quite the climb in the yeah. standings in our fantasy football league. It is impressive. It's more of a Brees flicker right now. He hasn't been hot. Like happening. I love, I love Brees Hall. I love rookies. Um, just in general, when I'm like drafting for for fantasy football, but I don't know what it is about the Jets. I've been excited about them, and Stop it. I know. Well, it might be Aaron Rodgers. You know how he's he's just somebody that I have to love because I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, and so I grew up on Aaron Rodgers. I love love. You don't Jordan. love love. You don't wow. love love. Love. Okay, so Jordan Love of the Green Bay Packers has been a roller coaster of emotion. He is so inconsistent. I do have him on my roster in one of my leagues. Anyway. So are we going to maybe talk about how we need more ladies playing fantasy football? Yeah, yeah we do. So we want to introduce a segment where it's teaching Quinn how to become a fantasy footballer because believe it or not with my sports background I have never been in a fantasy football league and we need to like you said get more women involved yeah and that includes me it did really surprise me when I found out that you weren't 
in a fantasy football league. I did have a friend. You were just watching a Denver game just to watch it. Funsies. I'm like, who watches the Denver oh my Broncos? God. Russell just because Wilson? It's on? No. Hard pass. I never watch the Denver Broncos. I also don't draft Denver players, so you won't catch me watching their games. I have a friend who joined fantasy football with her partner uh, and his friends, and she decided to pick her entire team based off the way they looked in their photos. I don't recommend that. No, 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 no. There is. There well, is you might get a Travis Kelsey. Well, okay. Oh. To be fair, you would you would probably draft Travis pretty high, and you might draft Jalen Hurts pretty high. So you might get that might work out for you in a way. But you can't draft your whole roster based on that. But then there was like a Jimmy Garoppolo era where he would be that picked so very true. high. That like people would be <laughs> drafting Jimmy pretty high, and that's not going to actually do much for your team. I have to say I have gotten way more into watching football on Sundays, much to my family's dismay, um, because of fantasy. So mm -hmm. like. I didn't really have a team. I appreciated the sport. Watched, grew up watching some CFL, going to games. And it, people who are into NFL are always like, it's so much better. Yeah. It really is. It it's really not is. not even close. I it's, love the CFL. It goes, it goes. No, I mean, I know you different. do, Quinn. And you know what? Great. I think it goes NFL, college, high school in the U U.S., and then CFL. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> As if high school in the U.S. As if you haven't Save seen it. Friday Night Lights. <laughs> I haven't. Okay. Anyways. How dare you disrespect the um, absolute dumpster fire of the Edmonton Elks? Well, I mean, the, the Elks have been good uh, in the past. It doesn't mean that I'm... I like going to an Elks game. It's a good time to be there in person. It is. I'll I love say that. sitting I'll say on that. the east side of the stadium in the sun, in the sun on a summer night. Oof. It's good. It's good. Yeah, Oof. so good. But I'm not watching it on TV. I'll, I'm just going to be completely And there's no frank. fantasy CFL leagues. Why would there be? I mean, there's some small ones, but are, yeah. Are oh, what? What? <laughs> you're in a you're I'm in a not. CFL fantasy league. Don't you lie to me. Look I'm at me not, in the face. I wish I was. Now I think I might enter one to spite you. <laughs> can I come? I just really like no, fantasy bitch. football. Okay. You can go do a US high school I'm, fantasy league. Probably getting paid the same amount. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So let's start from square one. If you are new to fantasy football. You find a league. Well, no, you know what? First off, how do you find a league? Well, that you need to be first. invited. Yeah, you need to you need to find some pals that have one. And I think in most cases, people are usually looking to pick up a few people that want to be in it. So what time of year do they need to start to be asking their friends? August. August? Mm -hmm. So if you are wanting to join a fantasy football league, you should start asking around in like August mm -hmm. because that's right around the time like you uh I would say midsummer like end of July early August because you some 
leagues draft like late August, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think that's too early. But uh, the regular season begins like first or second week of September. I think it's like September 10th. I would say if you're sitting around the campfire with some people over the summer. Yeah. Do you play fantasy football? I would start asking now. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, so December. we've gone from August to December. <laughs> cool. Just, like I, like I, I mean, hey, just throw plant, yeah. start planting the seed. If somebody is bringing up at their holiday Christmas party, which there are many in the, over the next few weeks, and they're talking about their fantasy football team, that is a great time to be like, I would really like to join a fantasy football team. Like I love football, but I have never joined before. So it could come up in conversation. Otherwise, like, yes, in the summer, if you're, like, really still trying to grab for one, start asking around in the summer. Quinn, we will invite you to ours if that's what you're getting at. I'm going to come in and fucking dominate. We should have a a bit uh, fantasy league for any Mm. listeners that we might have if... There was 27 who downloaded our first first, one. First come, first serve. And then we do a bit fantasy football league. I like it. Yeah. I'm always I'm looking for new leagues. I'm I always. am in. Yeah, I like that. So, okay. okay. So what are we talking about today with football? Well, I think, okay. So for fa- on the fantasy side, we are going to get into some tips for like newcomers to fantasy football because yeah. we, we, we understand we're all women. I've been in many leagues where it's all men. Yeah. I frankly have dominated those leagues, but whatever. That's and it can be, the point. Honestly, it can be pretty intimidating. It can be because, it, yeah. If you, like, I didn't know the sport that well other than, you know, like watching the Super Bowl and whatever and having an appreciation for it. But I think that, yeah, knowing you don't have to know it all to get no. involved. Like, you can it's learn g- on the job. It's a game. It's a game. It's and a game. it's like you fi- you find your strategy, talk to people. There are lots of people who join leagues and then just, like, don't do anything with their team. Yeah. So I would suggest, like, just join if you actually, like, want to try and play. You want to be in. You're interested. You want to try and get into it. My wife, Sarah, she wasn't a huge football fan, but she got into it. Like, she was, like, every Sunday, she was, like, into watching the game. She's like, oh, we should go, like, to the pub or whatever. Like, let's go to Kelly's. Let's watch. Because she was, like, in a fantasy league, and it got her interested. And, I mean, like, Sundays fucking suck. Why not spend it, like, why not look forward to it to have a reason to look forward to it? You know what I mean? So... I think it's a really fun thing to do. If you're not super familiar with it, it can be daunting. We are going to do an episode where we get into just like some tips and tricks into like getting into fantasy football. Yeah. You know, we're going to build everybody's confidence and Mm -hmm. understanding. Yes. So that your older brother doesn't mansplain football to you as you're getting started. I'm just kidding. That is not. Are we roasting nuts right now? We're not roasting nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Dion is not Start an attack. the fire. He, he never mansplained football to me. It's fine. His friends did, though. His friends did, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I want to talk quickly about some games this week, some matchups. Yeah. What do we got going on this week who, in the NFL? What, what, what games are you excited for, and who do you got? 
You know, I have become quite the Eagles fan this year. And Jalen Hurts is a massive part of that. He's on your fantasy football roster, so that yes. let's not pretend that isn't a reason. It's a huge reason. Um, but he always gets it done. You know, like when you think, I think that's what I like so much about the game, even outside of fantasy, is that it's very unpredictable. You could see a team that's down by, you know, two or more and come back and win it with two minutes left. Like, it's wild. You kind of never know what's going to happen. And I feel like Jalen Hurts... He always gets it done. He's always rushing the ball. He's always getting it done and winning the game. So, I don't know. I just feel like Philly is going to be where I hang my hat. Okay. They did play on Sunday. San Fran. Yeah. Literally San Francisco and Philadelphia. I did watch that And they got destroyed. They did. By San Francisco. They did. I, I... I'm sorry. I just that's not a Super Bowl. Did you watch team. the first half of the game? Yeah, you did. I watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, just you had to Google that. So I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, I just wanted to Google the final score. Okay, so in the first half of the game, it was all Philly on offense. Yeah, and I just think that you know what is their record? They were ten and two. Yeah. Listen, you're talking to a low-key Eagles fan. I like the Eagles. So does Quinn. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I just think that their record... Quinn seems like an Eagles fan. I get it. I think their record shows that they have been playing consistently well all season. And I will always say, like, a loss like that against a team that they're likely to face in the playoffs, it is... It is nothing but a win-win because you learn so much from that. Well, and I have n- absolutely zero doubt that, um, you know, things can change. And I want the Eagles to go through some adversity. I don't want them to go yeah. into the playoffs 14 and 2 or okay. 15 and 2. Yeah. yeah, me too. Okay, I I am just, I think, who are the Eagles playing this week? They're playing Dallas. They're playing Dallas. Ooh. Yeah, I actually think they're going to lose that game. I okay. don't think they'll lose. I think, I think, I think, think so Dallas either. is going to win. I, they're not going to win two in a row, and I don't trust. I think the Cowboys are absolute choke jobs for the most part. When it matters. Yeah. Am I biased? I have Dak Prescott. Maybe. Oh, so this is th- – you're picking with a hopeful heart a little bit. But mm-hmm. I, I just – I think that's going to be a really close game. If I am excited about a game this week, the Eagles and – and the Cowboys. Yeah. Yep. That'll be a good one. And, and I think Cowboys are going to take it. I have to be I, honest, though. I think it's going to be really close, but I think the Cowboys are going to take it. As a Green Bay fan, though, playing the New York Giants and in the playoff hunt, I'm excited for that one Kay. on Monday. They have good coaching, so I think they're, that anything is possible for them, even though they have not been great. I would like to wager that the Eagles take – that okay. game against Dallas. Let's take the bet. And I will bet you one party size bag of Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar. Oh shit. Well, I don't know. Party size bag party is size. on the table. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. Okay. Confidence sticking with and, Dallas. And I'm betting, by the way, against a team that I like. I don't like Dallas.
So this was a, okay. Clara brought up earlier this week something about potlucks. Okay, take, I am yeah. uh, honestly indifferent to potlucks, but you have beef with potlucks. I don't have beef. With well, them. then why? Well, bring it up. Like, Listen, let's hear. It's it. potluck season. It's potluck season. I have not. I have not been invited to a single potluck. Okay. It's wow. Well, have you? I am so sorry. Obviously, yeah. Quinn, tell me. Work. Look me work dead in the eye. Really? I yes. have been invited to potlucks. Are you yes. serious? And so it is, we are right in the thick of potluck season. And I just wanted to find out if people love them or if they're scared of them. Or if it's more like a, I don't want to potluck, but I want to potluck. Like, I don't want to bring anything, but I want to eat all the things. And, you know, there's the, there's the person who signs up and then orders mcdonald's french fries you're looking right at me i did that last year okay do that it was a hit i, I mean guacamole like, every met? year guacamole and chips this year i'm going for a good a really good dip um the dip yeah. i made y'all but that you never had because we never met up but <laughs> it's gonna be a good dip and i love I, a dip i love a dip but yeah. i do you know, like I wanted wanted to know what you guys think about potlucks. Obviously, not very much from you. Um, we fair, did fair enough. do a quick poll of the bits, um, yeah. massive uh, following, and they love a potluck. So I guess I just wanted to hear from you, Quinn. Like, do you love a potluck, or is I it awkward social encounters with staff that you don't want to eat with so i never knew that there was any other way other than loving potlucks until mm. the, like last year and i had a colleague say i'm uncomfortable i don't trust that other people cook their food properly oh. whoa and which when you do think about it is fair but i have never shied from a potluck that gets me into cookie exchange territory, if I'm being honest. What's a cookie exchange? What are you guys doing <laughs> on the weekends? Oh, you making hundreds of cookies for the cookie exchange. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck is a cookie exchange? Youths. Also, like, I have not been invited to a single potluck. I'll just yeah, say that Well, again. we know that people don't think you cook. No. Well, I, I will have you know that I make a mean dip and a really good pasta and oh. a good soup. Okay. But that's not potluck food. And also, of course it is. Honestly, potluck food. Honestly, don't invite me to your potluck. I don't really think I want to go. Nobody has invited you. I you know. Just I, and and <laughs> I there's and I think maybe people absolutely know. no invitation on the table. <laughs> I think you're good. Nothing. I think Nothing. that there are certain people that don't seem like potluck people. And so we are not getting those invites. Right. And that's fine. And frankly, last year I did my first ever cookie exchange last year and came home with 12 dozen. And I thought to myself, what in tarnations I done? How, what am I going to do with all these cookies? You make like six dozen cookies and then you get six to 10 dozen. You guys are acting return. like this is something that people do. It is. It is. Who does this? Grown this is office culture, baby. Oh, in the office. Yeah. This is something that you've no, done it, in the office. Claire and I have not planned a cookie exchange. Do you want to? <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. I will absolutely. I'm not a fan of the cookie exchange. I would rather go to Duchess and get a box of their beautiful cookies and just eat those. Oh, yeah. Brio. Get me some. I don't I don't like fancy cookies. I like the cookies from uh, 
the grocery store that they have like every every yeah. season every like holiday their sheet cake version of the cookies. sheet cake version of cookies yeah. that's what i fuck with yeah. yeah yeah that's why you don't get invited no i do again do not invite me to a cookie exchange we're i will not come. we're not so going to yeah, totally thank fine. you thank you so much but i, I feel, feel blessed. now as though a potluck is pretty necessary the bits potluck the bits potluck hard pass <laughs> <laughs> well you and I can cook for each other. Looks like that's happening. Do you guys like soup? I actually, I'll bring a soup. No. I, do you want me to soup. outline what those three things are that I think that you said you're really good at? Your great dip, opening a lid of a hell of a dip doesn't count as making a great dip. Number two, pasta, Annie's organic, also doesn't count. I'm offended. I'm Italian. <laughs> You're fucking Polish. Whatever. <laughs> it's, I'm Italian adjacent. I would love to see a pierogi. Thank you for listening to The Bits. Uh, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe. Tell yeah, your friends. that's a great idea. And follow us on Instagram at The See you next week. Ciao. Bye.